ora and welcome to our book reviewer, Jenna Todd of Time Out Bookstore. Morena, Catherine. Three summers. I've just seen that. Hmm? Go ahead. Oh, yeah. I, was, I just saw that um, Damon um, Gulgolt has won the Booker Prize with The Promise. That's exciting news oh. for the book world today. Okay. Has that just landed? Yeah. It's just been announced. Oh. Yeah. That's cool. I just saw it as I was looking up. Sorry to distract both of us. But, no, uh, that's fine. You do your book review everyone. and I'll do a quick Google. Okay, cool. So um, today I bring you a little novel of great escape. This is called Three Summers by Margarita Liberaki, and it's a part of um, Penguin's European Writers series. This book was first published in 1946 in Greek and has never been out of print since, but we've got this new edition out. So that's what I want to show it, uh, talk to you about it today. And it was translated into English by Karen Van Dyke in the 90s. Um, so this, this brings this Greek classic to a new audience, this new edition. We have three Sisters, Katerina, a 16-year-old narrator, and her two older sisters, Infanta and Maria. The best way to describe them would be how they are described in the book by their individual garden plots. Katerina has the crazy garden full of scattered wildflowers. Infanta has 10 almond trees. And Maria is full of vegetables, and she takes pleasure in watching other people eat the vegetables. They live in the countryside near Athens. Their parents are divorced and we follow them over three consecutive summers as they navigate each other, love and family. You could easily compare this book to the first two books of the Neapolitan novels by Eleanor Ferrante. And you, my colleagues have also mentioned Little Women and the Tova Ditlivson books as well. They're quite nice companions. So this, what is so amazing about this book are these descriptions of gardens and animals and the surrounding nature of this village these these girls live in and it brings this vibrant life to three summers you have these cherries apricots tomatoes peas pistachios poppies lavender and reeds there's embroidery reading and a lot of lying in the grass and and wouldn't that be so nice to live so it's quite nice to live within the book of that and so the context of when this book is published it makes it so interesting because it's 1946 and, and Liberaki has just set these characters in this really insular world, really preserving their innocence, keeping them in one place and there's barely a mention of war and politics. So that's what makes the story so escapist and joyous. Wonderful. It's um, advice for our times in some ways, isn't it, where it's impossible to escape um, you know, stresses of, of, of what's happening in the world, but this seems to have been just this little bubble, to use a very 2020-21 word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, it radiates in sunshine, and I just felt myself smiling while reading it. There's, there's so much emotional exploration of the pain of happiness, and the characters in the village are all connected and inward, but also inward-looking, and Katerina often describes herself as drunk, and she kind of does act a bit like this drunk toddler that can't quite place her overwhelming emotions. But it's quite charming to to read and think, oh, how how nice would it be to just worry about like my individual emotions rather than everything else? <laughs> so it's almost escapist in a way. Yeah, it's like almost like a, a garden fantasy, like the most serious garden over three summers and these characters moving around and the characters are so, especially Katerina is so moved by nature and animals and 
little words between people and looks between people. She's she's kite, but she's she's she she makes you look at the world with such bliss. Um, and seeing it through her eyes is so. It's so wonderful. The writing is kind of scattered and impulsive, but it's still so charming and it just all works. Is it almost Pollyanna-ish? Do we have a, a plot as such? Yeah, there is a plot through their, lo- their love lives and um, where the various characters um, kind of trying to navigate that, which is very important to them but also there's this really great relationship between Katerina and her mother that's really raw and unbalanced and there's this secret Polish grandmother that Katerina is determined to to find out more about and her mum won't talk about it so there's little secrets and things going on but it's not like beginning middle and end and well translated by the sounds of it yeah beautiful beautiful translation um Yes. Great. So stay with us. I loved it. Yeah. This is Margaret Margarita Liberaki's Three Summers, um, now published in English and translated by Karen Van Dyke. Uh, we'll just give the publisher in details, and then I want to talk to you a little bit more about that Booker Prize winner. Let's just get to Penguin, the publisher, $24 the prize. Uh, and just with a minute or so left, so as you said, Damon Galgut has won the uh, Booker Prize, just announced in the last hour or so, for his novel The Promise, South African author. This is about the, gosh, is it the third or more in a, um, in a kind of a sweeping series, a sweeping saga. Yeah, it seems like that. And I'm sorry that I haven't read it, but I often find when the booker is announced, it's always the one that I, I haven't read. Yeah. He's been twice booker shortlisted before. Um, and so it's, yeah, taught a menacing novel um, that that charts the crash and burn of an Afrikaans family. Um, lots, it's, apparently has lots of funerals. Four decades. Saga, four, yeah. Yeah. four decades from the apartheid so, era to the present day. So, uh, goodness, the territory you could you could be mining there. Um, so, look, wonderful. Oh well, that's the booker and um, big book news. Big In three book summers, news. pick big it up. Book news. I, I really recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Thanks both of you. Uh, sorry, sorry. Thanks for both um, references. Gina Todd of Time Out Books.